So thoughts what like what franchises are left from our youth? I that- mean for them to ruin? <laughs> <laughs> I mean Jurassic Park is never going to end apparently. Oh, uh, I you know that's the <laughs> the the last movie I just I don't I don't like it after repeat viewings I I, I do I not have, like it anymore. I have not taken the time to rewatch Fallen Kingdom. I saw it in theaters. <laughs> really? I haven't. Amazing Spider-Man 2 and Fallen Kingdom are two movies that I saw in the theaters and I still haven't It's like when you get food poisoning. You know and you're just like god but uh, maybe it wasn't maybe I won't get food poisoning this time. You know, maybe it wasn't as bad. But it's like at the same time you know if you go there again you're just going to get just you're just going to throw up or yeah. get diarrhea. Yeah. <laughs> That's how I feel with those two movies. It's like could they've been that bad? And then I remember scenes, and I'm like, yeah, I think it was. <laughs> yeah. it's Well, I mean, they even recently, they talked to Peter Weller about uh, doing a sequel to RoboCop. <sighs> and he apparently... How the heck could he do that? He apparently was just like, hey, I'm too old. Like, yeah. If you want to do a sequel, now's not the time. I'm too old. Well, I guess they could CGI the stuff on him, because I'm like, can you imagine him trying to carry 200 <laughs> pounds of armor on him now that he's like 70? <laughs> he, I think he said something like... Uh, they were talking about just going with a younger actor. Oh, okay. But well, but it's like who who could replace him? Would he be like the brain that wouldn't die? <laughs> Maybe he could still be RoboCop, but he'd just be like a head in a case, and he'd be like, "I'm chief of police, and I'm just a head in a jar." <laughs> you know that that sounds like more of an interesting movie than that RoboCop remake they made. <laughs> it would have been. It seems also like something that would have been on a Futurama episode yeah. or something. <laughs> oh man, yeah. Let's see what other things haven't they destroyed yet. Let's see. Well, apparently World War One is new on the map for uh, trying things with between the King's Man and 1917. So we'll see if they'll just wreck World War One now. We're finally going to get World War One movies, and both of them, I'm kind of like about. <laughs> you you know you know what caused all this? What's that? Wonder Woman. I was going to say because it's been a hundred years since World War One's been over, yeah. but you know it is it is crazy because you know growing up there was. The, the wars that people cared about, obviously World War Two, yeah, Vietnam, right. I mean, even uh, the first uh, first Iraq War, yeah. And then it's like World World War One was almost like the Civil War. It's like, oh, that was so long ago and it was well, so what's, bloody. What's weird is like the Korean War kind of gets kind of yeah. You don't see too many Korean War movies. Is it just because like? Are we just waiting for the Ted Williams biopics? And I mean, I, do we know, do is, does anybody know anything about the Korean War besides that? Like, it was one of the wars that Ted Williams flew a plane in. Yeah, it's, I mean, Mash maybe. Yeah, Mash. that's true. I guess Mash was Korean War, wasn't it? Yeah, but that's it. It's, that's about it. Um, oddly enough, uh, you have you seen Fury? Oh, the Brad Pitt. Yeah, yeah, I've seen that. Basically, yep. the the ending of that movie uh, is something that actually did happen in. Uh, the Korean War. This tank. Why did he just make it a Korean War movie? The, uh, <laughs> Nobody would care. You know, it's got to be Nazis. Honestly, I think I, I don't think one of the reasons why you probably couldn't get away with it. China, China was an active participant in that war. Do you think that's why they avoid it? I honestly think I do. That could be. I mean, because we always got to sell to the Chinese now. Yeah. If it if it doesn't sell in China, you know they yeah. don't. Um, China, man. 
I know China Man. <laughs> you know, I think I think Warner Brothers is probably the only studio that would maybe have the colonies. Oh, I thought do. you were gonna say owned by China. <laughs> I was like, well, maybe. <laughs> no, no, they're owned by the Japanese now. Yeah, Warner Media Group. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, because it's uh, Hamada. Walter Hamada. Wal- Walter Hamada. Yeah. Uh, the man responsible for <laughs> it. Oh man, that's a, that, apparently that's his claim to fame. Is what? He bankrolled it. He's the one that got the... Oh, he's really yeah. funny. Which, depending on how you like the second one, is a good or bad thing. <laughs> I hear good and bad things about it, but I, I thought it was okay. It wasn't great, but... Yeah. You know what would be ironic is if the next big franchise is Sonic the Hedgehog. Oh, God. <laughs> Dakota, they're fixing it. <laughs> they're fixing it. It's going to be great. <laughs> Oh, so I'm I'm assuming that means they've they've developed a time machine and they're uh, gonna go back in time and no, shoot. My understanding is not only did they touch up the character, they got Jaleel White back, people. Jaleel White. It's gonna be good. You know And they're just gonna randomly have tails in there now. I I thought that trailer I laugh I watched it three times back to back to back after. I think I watched it, it twice. Out. Yeah. And not I laughed hysterically each time. <laughs> <laughs> the first time I didn't move because I was in shock because the whole time I kept waiting for it to be like an SNL digital short because I'm just like, is this is this real? Is this really are Jim Carrey and James Marsden really doing this? Well, James Marsden already did a movie like this Ooh. before. Did he? Yeah, the one with the the bunny. What was it? The the Easter Bunny that was oh voiced by. Oh my gosh, Hop! Yeah, I forgot about that movie. I think he wishes everyone else would too. Did Russell Brand <laughs> he was voice the, the bunny? He was the that? voice of the bunny. Holy Lord. This this is his second go around with a CGI prankster, isn't it? Ay, ay, ay. I love how they're like, you know what will fix this movie is if we just make Sonic look more Sonic-y. Oh, gosh. Uh, I don't know if that's going to fix the movie. Uh, the preview still made no sense. <laughs> oh, um, man. But you know what? That's going to be the next big one. I'm calling it. <laughs> oh, man. How do you feel about the future of Marvel? I'm going to be honest with you. Uh, I think the TV shows are where it's going to be at. I The I am, Disney Plus stuff? Okay. Uh, yeah. I'm going to dial it back. I'm gonna, we're going to go back in time to when they showed, you know, when they did the big reveal of, ooh, the Eternals is the next big thing. And the crowd at that little press conference just went wild. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I am a comic book reader. <laughs> okay. Never, ever in my life have I picked up an <laughs> Eternal comic. <laughs> And the only reason I am aware of them is because, uh, oh, God. not because you're a DC. No. <laughs> you're a DC shill, and you know it. <laughs> Till the day I die, baby. Till the day I die. Uh, I'm just saving up money to get that tattoo on my rear end, man. <laughs> saving up money. It's going to be a big uh, one. Uh, okay, sorry. Anyway, they're Eternals. And then the crowd goes wild, and it's like, do any of these people know who the I, Eternals I are? I think they just went wild because they're like, it's going to have a bunch of people. And people, they're like, yeah, people. And um, then they just said buzzwords because I guess, you know, Angelina Jolie still brings applause. A even, guy, even though we don't really care anymore. A guy who people recognize from Game of Thrones previews. So we all clapped. And then that comedian who's pretty big right now. So everybody clapped. I don't know. I, I just don't get it. I I. I, I whenever there's a movie that's gonna be about people that are basically 
like kind of godlike creatures, I'm always like, this is probably gonna be a boring movie because it seems like movies about like beings like that are really dull. It's kind of why the first Thor almost didn't work because. Kenneth Branagh kind of made it a little too like Shakespeare, th- yeah, godly, you know. And it was like Thor got more fun when he became when he came more ground level, you know. Yeah, and so yeah, I don't, yeah. And then all those people together—is that really going to have chemistry? I don't know. Oh, or does man. it even matter if they have chemistry? I know nothing about the Eternals. You know, um, going back to that whole when he did like the the Marvel movie lineup for the next coming years, mm-hmm. um, I did get a something did bring a smile to my face. No Captain Marvel too. <laughs> well, you know it's coming though. You what brought it? What brought the biggest smile to my face? Multiverse of Madness. Yes, that one. That one piqued my interest. I'll, I I don't think it would pique my interest if they would have said somebody not Scott Derrickson. <laughs> But I'm kind of on board with what he could do with that because uh, the visuals he kind of did with the first Doctor Strange, I kind of liked what yeah. he was doing there. And I like the horror stuff he's done. Oh, yeah. I think he's really good at capturing moments Isn't... of fright. Oh, yeah. And so I think putting that kaleidoscopic stuff that he did with Doctor Strange mixed with his eye for frightening moments could be real fun especially bringing in scarlet witch yeah it's i I thought it was interesting because that's what he's known for really is horror yeah he came on the scene with exorcism of emily rose and then he did uh sinister uh deliver us from evil which was like a priest and a reporter who are investigating i think like demonic activity it kind of I... it didn't really hit big, but there were some like small sects of sects <laughs> of critics yeah. that were lauding it as being pretty good. Uh, I'm vaguely recalling it. I think it was after the Conjuring movie, wasn't it? Yes, it okay. would have been. I remember it was. Like, I think he roughly, did it. I think a year after the Conjuring, it would have been after Sinister. I think he had done Sinister, but before he did like the Sinister Two. Somewhere in there, he kind of did that. I think what hurt his career was he was finally given that big budget movie because of Exorcism of Emily Rose, The Day the Earth Stood Still. Yeah. And that movie just flopped hard. You know something? Hard. I have always, always kind of thought that the reason he took control of that movie was because he didn't like the ideas that Fox had where they wanted to go and he thought he could do damage control. Oh, with uh, Earth Stood Still? Yeah. Hmm. Because he, he, there was, I saw, like, I think it was on FX when they were showing the day the Earth Stood Still. They had some, like, little interviews with him. All those, uh, that download stuff they do where they show, like, special feature stuff. And he was talking about how their idea, what they wanted to do with Gort. Yeah, okay was just horrible. Like, they were coming up with these horrible designs and all this stuff they wanted to do with him. And he's oh, like, okay. He's like, he's like, what are you doing? <laughs> so it was one of those movies where it was, like, director versus studio the whole time, which yeah. never works out well. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and he was, I think, what probably, I think he, because he was smart enough to know that I'm not going to come out and talk smack against these guys. I still want to work in Hollywood, you know? Yeah. 
Because it seems like whenever you do come out, I mean, even Zack Snyder hasn't come out and said, yeah, Warner Brothers just totally screwed me over. It's, sure. Yeah. But. Yeah. Yeah, it is interesting. Because when you look at the stuff where he's had more creative control, I've enjoyed them. Yeah. You know, like, uh, um, this, especially like, you know, Sinister and Exorcist Memory Rose, I really enjoyed those movies. You know, I will admit that I haven't seen Exorcist Memory Rose in quite a few years. Maybe it doesn't hold up, being that it was a 2003, 2004 movie. Uh, but I would on- imagine it mostly does. To be honest with you, it seems really tame now. It probably does. C- compared yeah. to some of the horror movies we had. But, but I I would also argue that he's never been one to really go for, like, shock gore. Yeah. Um, which is why I'm kind of more... Why I think he could be a good fit for this Doctor Strange movie. Because, obviously, Marvel does isn't going to want a shock gore movie. Because it's still got to be a Marvel movie. Yeah. And so he could just bring some genuine chills, you know, and things like that without having to worry about, oh, are we going to cross too far and stuff like that. And so, yeah, I don't know. It could be a good fit. You know, something absolutely no one is talking about that I think is pretty cool. Uh, Marvel has recently tried to get Conan uh, back into their- O'Brien? No, I'm just kidding. I know who the you're barbarian. talking. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. Uh, they're trying to well, get. Isn't he owned by like a third party comic or? Uh, no, he's owned by. Uh, there's kind of this really long story, but uh, there's a company that owns the rights to Conan. Okay. And what they do is they've they've been they leased the character out. Okay. Like back in the I think 70s Marvel did have him. Really? And then Dark Horse I think had him. And well, see, then, I thought he was like Dark Horse or Vertigo or something. And I think yeah, I think he went to Dynamite for a while cuz Red Sonja was at Don Dynamite. Oh, okay. But they're yeah, they're talking about bringing him hmm. back into the comics and uh it's kind of exciting cuz it's like wouldn't that be cool if he showed up in like an <laughs> Avengers movie? Not not the Avengers, but in an Avengers type. Yeah, Kinda like that League of Extraordinary Gentlemen thing, where it's like you have these ancient heroes that all get thrown together. That'd be sweet. Well, I mean, technically, Thor's an ancient hero, so I mean, <laughs> it's not far fetched. Well, yeah. It would be kind of crazy if they figured out a way to to do something with him. Yeah, um, because they. Uh, I mean, I'm sure you know this, but they tease the fact that Ares and Beta Ray Bill are running around the universe. <laughs> well, I mean, Thor Ragnarok kind of gave that first Beta Ray, Beta Ray Bill tease, didn't it, with yeah. him and his face? And so, yeah, I mean, and then there's always Howard the Duck <laughs> just uh, floating around. And Hey, he was at the battle for the, uh, at the battle oh, at the end of Endgame, man. Why are they obsessed with Easter egging him? The real question is, like, what was he doing? Was he... <laughs> I'm going to guess uh, probably something inappropriate. <laughs> he was probably really liking when all the girls teamed up. He seems like a perv. <laughs> oh, he is. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Well, on that note. <laughs> Here we are. Good Good stuff there. Good stuff. 